Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Guys, I'm in the middle of moving to another country and at the airport currently recording this episode. So if you hear a weird sound, uh, like announcement of flights uh, or something else, or maybe some Russian speech, um, that means that, well, that means that it's live and there are some sounds at the airport besides my voice. Um, today we are covering lesson number three from Healthy Eating 101 course that I recorded for food school that uh, you can check out following the link in the show notes. Um, and today's lesson is going to be short, very practical, and very, very useful if you apply actually apply the things that you hear about today then i promise you your digestion your health your energy levels your um your absorption of nutrients from your food and your joy of eating gonna increase exponentially um today we are talking about non-food healthy eating behaviors or habits or practices that will help you to improve, again, your digestive health, your uh, inflammation levels, your energy levels, uh, your um, digestion, um, and probably so many things that we still don't know about. Um, And without further ado, let's just start learning. Uh, So number one, um, guys, if you're someone interested in the best digestion, in the best gut health, in the most, uh, in the best nutrient absorption, preventing increased inflammation or autoimmune issues, a lot of which happen in your gut, that also if you're interested in longevity and living uh, your longest life full of health and vitality, then guys, uh, you gotta do daily fasting. 14 hours is um, a proven time period for daily fasting uh, that helps you to stay on top of your digestive health, to decrease your inflammation level, to increase autophagy and apoptosis, or basically all the cellular processes that ensure longevity and health of your cells. So 14-hour fasting means that uh, from your last meal, before your first meal of the day, uh, that includes your overnight sleep, you're gonna have 14 hours with no nutrition coming in. So you can drink water, you can drink uh, coffee, uh, you can drink tea, make sure that you don't drink coffee close to your bedtime, otherwise your sleep gonna be compromised. Um, You can drink your coffee in the morning though. So 14 hour fast, again, you can drink water, non-caloric liquids, and that's it. And that basically means you just delay a little bit your breakfast. So, for example, if you finish your last meal by 7 or 8 p.m., and then you're going to start your first meal of the day at 9 or 10 a.m. the next morning. Um, It's really easy, and it really can transform your digestive health with the combination of our next rule. So healthy eating principle number one or healthy eating practice number one that you also want to apply every day and um, to every meal, meal schedule. 
guys when i talk about 14 hour fasting i don't mean that the rest of the day or those 10 hours you're gonna be snacking and eating all the time mindlessly no not at all you gotta have two three meals and no snacks in between to ensure again the best digestion uh the best the best control of your blood sugar uh, and also healthy metabolism also your immune health also your inflammation levels also your energy levels and uh, cravings control and hunger control and weight management all of that will improve when you um, take care of your eating schedule and you don't and you not only have your fasting put in our fasting period every day but also you eat preferably at the same time or close to that uh, each day having usually a lot of people most of the people I work with or I talk to you I prefer to have three meals a day that would works for a lot of people also there are, there is like a huge crowd of people who prefer not to have breakfast and have coffee instead and then have um, bigger lunch or dinner or some people um, like to have later a later breakfast and then maybe a really light or no lunch um, because some people work during lunch time or have other business things to take care of and then they have a bigger dinner that they share with friends or family so meal schedule this is your healthy eating practice number two and then healthy eating practice number three before you start eating and chewing your food guys you gotta switch into rest and digest state uh, from the state that we are very often in during work during uh, stressful situations in our life that are many or just going around our business and dealing with stuff uh, and i'm talking here about fight or flight state uh, you can also hear often fight or flight response that is basically a state of your body when your body is prepared to deal with stress with problems and most of your blood flow is diverted from your digestive system to your limbs to your brain to deal with the problem um, probably your blood flow is not diverted towards your digestive system and also your immune system shuts down and all of that causes your food if you happen to eat during that fight and or flight state um, your food is not digested properly very often you're gonna get gas in digestion feeling bloated um, also you might very well get your inflammation levels increased and also because your immune system is shut down you're gonna get or might get a lot of autoimmune issues because there are going to be a lot of undigested particles of foods plus your immune system is not working and your body has no way of recognizing whether that food is good for you or it's full of pathogens that can potentially kill you so when you eat during fight or flight or stressed state you're gonna again have a lot of problems with your digestion uh, your inflammation levels is gonna increase you might have autoimmune issues fired up so 
in order to not have that you gotta switch your body into rest and digest state uh, when your parasympathetic system is activated and what it basically means is your blood flow is diverted to your digestive system and your immune system also works properly and also your Everything that you eat during rest and digest state is going to be absorbed and digested so much better and you're going to get more nutrition from whatever you eat and it's going to go to the right places. And so to easily switch from fight or flight to rest and digest and to make sure you are in that state uh, for the best digestion and the best long-term health, so all you need to do really, you wouldn't even believe how easy it is. Take a few deep breaths. So basically what you're gonna do, you're gonna breathe in deeply, and then breathe out. And you're gonna do that three to six times. Six times is a guaranteed success, so I always recommend to do um, six times. So you breathe in and breathe out deeply six times also helps to close your eyes during that practice um, and that will actually switch physically and mentally you into rest and digest state and that will be the best state to eat your food because that way blood flow is going to be diverted to your digestive system your immune system is going to work properly and you're going to have uh, Again, much better digestion, you're going to absorb uh, more nutrients and better and your inflammation level is going to stay where they're supposed to stay, your blood sugar is going to be much lower, your blood sugar response is going to be much better and uh, your immune system will work properly and you're, um, and you're not going to trigger additional autoimmune issues in your body. So rest and digest state, a state where you need to be in for proper digestion and gut health and overall health. So this is practice number three. And now let's switch to foods. Practice healthy eating practice number four, guys. Eating mostly whole foods. And that is important for many, many reasons. Our body, guys, is designed to deal the best with foods in their whole package. And what it means is, you absorb nutrients from that food better. Uh, whole food causes much less potential health problems or problems of any sort. Plus, you get your satiety activated in much better way. You get satiated easily and you have natural sense of hunger uh, that is managed by your body much, much better. Um, Eating mostly whole foods also makes sure, again, that you have the most satiety from the foods that you eat and also that the signal uh, from your gut to your brain um, has enough time to travel in order to tell your brain that you had enough and in order to prevent overeating and to bring the information about nutrients in your food to your brain uh, better and more effectively. Uh, because in your gut, in your digestive uh, system, you have uh, two kinds of receptors for fullness, for satiety, guys. One kind of receptors tells you 
how full in volume your stomach is. The other kind of receptors tell your um, brain what kind of nutrition you got from your food. And when you eat whole foods, that signal travels much more efficiently and effectively. So you, your brain gets a much better information about the nutrition that came with your meal. Uh, so eating mostly whole foods will help you to manage your weight, to manage your hunger, to uh, absorb um, and digest nutrients much better, much more effectively. That's why it is really crucial for long-term digestive health and weight maintenance and um, so many other things health-related that we are still discovering. So eat mostly whole foods. And by mostly whole foods, guys, I'm also talking about things like um, olives, um, oils or butters in packages or in jars or smoothies or juices all of that is not really whole food whole food is whole when you know you can find it in nature in that exact state um, so maybe like a whole avocado or a whole apple compared to i don't know apple avocado smoothie <laughs> or something like that uh, you gotta cook your food, of course, most of the time in order to eat it, but cooking gotta be more simple. So what it means is, you know, you got your vegetables, you got your proteins or other foods that you eat, uh, you prepare them in, uh, in a way that you want to prepare them and then you eat them right away. And uh, that's how you ensure, again, the best digestion, the best, hunger and cravings control uh, and uh, the best weight management, easy weight management and uh, other health, beneficial to health factors. Healthy eating practice number five, guys, chewing your food. That is very important. Not just to eat whole foods that will by themselves promote better chewing than um, non-whole foods. But chewing is important for, for some factors on its own. Uh, you might not know that, but chewing is where your digestion begins. There are actually digestive enzymes in your mouth, in your saliva, that are released in order for you to uh, properly digest your food. That was a little arrival at the airport, guys. So back to chewing. So why chewing is important? Again, uh, the beginning of your digestion starts in your mouth with chewing. So some digestive enzymes are released right there in your mouth to properly digest. To start digesting and breaking down your food into different nutrients that your body can use. Um, plus, um, mechanical digestion starts and happens mostly in your mouth. Um, mechanical digestion means breaking down foods into smaller particles. Particles that um, without you chewing your food, uh, your stomach a lot of times wouldn't be able to digest at all. So you eat foods and uh, it goes through the digestive system uh, undigested, causing, um, causing bloating, digestive issues, possibly gas, possibly um, can trigger your immune system to react to those undigested particles of foods. Uh, also, it um, makes 
the words to a digestive system much, much harder. Um, so you really want to start chewing your food better. And what is the good chewing practice? Basically, chew your food till you have smoothie-like or porridge-like um, stuff in your mouth. And then you can swallow it. No need to count your chewing times. Uh, no need for that at all. But again, uh, you shouldn't uh, inhale your food. You should be chewing your food um, and then swallowing it, ensuring the best digestion, ensuring the best absorption and assimilation of nutrients, and making sure that you don't increase inflammation, that uh, you have proper hunger control, and um, it also helps you to manage your weight easier, and also helps you to, helps your immune system to work better and not trigger any um, autoimmune issues. So chew your food, guys. Um, uh, and now, Last but not least, um, has, we're going to talk about our plate and how to design our plate each meal to make sure that we get the most nutrients from our food and to make sure also that our hunger, our satiety is properly managed to ensure um, easy weight management yeah, and to, to create more health through each and every of our meals. And it's not that difficult, really, guys. All the recent research, all the recent studies show that we need to be eating by volume most of our food from uh, all sorts of vegetables cooked in a healthy way. Um, you know, local, seasonal, organic, of course, is best, uh, and fresh, and you buy them, and you cook them, or eat them fresh. So three quarters of your plate at each meal or more if you desire should be occupied by all sorts of non-starchy vegetables uh, if you're someone who needs your starch uh, maybe like potato or sweet potato or maybe um, a handful of beans uh, then get that on top of your vegetables like a handful maybe a cup of maybe a couple of handfuls if you're someone who's really active don't forget to of course, watch your carbohydrates. All the studies show that everyone should be watching their carbohydrates and, and consume them responsibly. But um, besides that, make sure that three quarters of your plate or three quarters of your meal in volume are non-starchy vegetables of all colors, green and colorful ones, um, especially for the variety of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants for a lot of fiber. Uh, we all need that for for the best health. That's what all the studies done with people who live to 100 and more show that the more vegetables uh, we eat, that the more we seem to live healthier and happier. So three quarters of your meal should be vegetables. And then the rest should be a different variety of um, protein-rich and fat-rich whole foods, like, for example, um, whole eggs or fatty fish like salmon, like sardines, like herring, or um, might be liver, or um, chicken hearts, or um, some other fattier, preferably fattier cuts of meat, because um, most of our energy and most of our nutrition will come from fattier parts of animals, not from lean proteins as uh, 
some nutrition authorities used to believe, you know, that the less fat, the better. And actually, no, it seems that the more healthy fat we eat from whole foods, from also from foods like avocados and olives or, and different nuts, of course. So the more healthy whole food fat we eat, the longer we live, the healthier we are while we are alive. Uh, so, uh, but back to our point. So one quarter of your plate should be some sort of, uh, some source of fatty protein. The best sources are again organ meats, uh, fatty fish like sardines, like herring, like anchovies, like mackerel. Uh, seafood is um, especially beneficial and loaded with different nutrients um, that are so good for our health. Uh, organ meats, especially if you're someone who's trying to save money on um, uh, and food, organ meats is really a bargain, um, and of course for a healthy animal, always, always, always go for the best quality of foods you can possibly afford, that, that can help you and will help you to save money on your medical bills, on your, um, but also what's more important, um, it's gonna make you healthier, more robust, full of energy, and that's gonna create a totally new level of vitality and energy that you're gonna invest into any life in pursuit and to live your life to the fullest. Um, so your plate design or any healthy meal that you have anywhere. Uh, three quarters of your meal should always be all sorts of green and powerful vegetables and one fourth of your one quarter of your plate of your meal should be some sort of protein rich and fat rich food. Um, so again the best um, the best variation of that um, are organ meats or whole eggs um, or fatty fish and um, to that you can add whole food sources of healthy fats like avocados and that was another uh, announcement and and so guys to sum it up uh, first five healthy eating practices non-food related that you gotta start practicing regularly in order to ensure the best digestion the best gut health the least inflammation response uh, the least autoimmune issues the most longevity and so many other health factors that we're yet still to discover so number one 14 hour fasting uh, from the time when you finish your last meal to the time when you start your first meal number two meal schedule so have two three uh, meals a day without snacking and also guys if you're someone who are trying to um, who's trying to lose weight make sure that you stop your eating at least three hours before bed uh, even better five four hours before bed and your eating window is less than what I recommend for the most people and also that you don't eat that often so the less you the less you snack the more your digestive system has without food the more time your digestive system has without food the better it is for your weight loss progress if you need any help with your meal design with your fasting schedule design always feel free to reach out at the email angela at create yourself today and i'll be happy to give you my best advice 
So practice number three, rest and digest state. Don't forget to take your six deep breath before each and every meal, especially if you are somewhere out when you are most likely to be in fight or flight state uh, that is super bad for your digestive health and your overall health. Number four, eating mostly whole foods, uh, cooking them in a healthy way, important for your satiety, for your hunger, for your digestion and assimilation of nutrients, for inflammation levels, for your uh, to prevent autoimmune issues. Number five, chewing your foods. Again, for proper digestion, assimilation of nutrients to prevent digestive issues, autoimmune issues, uh, your blood sugar spikes, uh, and uh, your inflammation levels uh, staying down. And when you design your plate for each and every meal of your day, don't forget to eat three quarters of your meal from all sorts of non-starchy, green and colorful, fresh, local, seasonal, you know, best of the best vegetables cooked in a, in a healthy way. And then one quarter of your meal fatty protein, like whole eggs or fatty fish or organ meats, meats some of the best options. If you do that every single day or as much as possible, I promise you, your digestive health, your overall health, and what's really important, your energy levels gonna dramatically, dramatically improve and you're gonna feel it on all levels of your life experience so to live the best life do these practices and again if something wasn't clear or you need more help with anything that you heard today you learned today feel free to reach out at angela create yourself that today or on any social media where you find me and guys I'm gonna be stuck at the airport for a little bit longer and then I'm moving to Singapore and that's where probably our next podcast is gonna be from so stay tuned for that and lesson number four of healthy eating 101 course and thank you for your attention thank you for your love thank you for um, all the encouragement uh, and all the praise that I get every day uh, through email on my social media really appreciate you guys don't forget to rate this podcast so more people can uh, learn all this important information about our health and healthy eating habits so go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this podcast go there rate it share this podcast share what you learn with people you care about and even if you don't care about those people, also share this information. <laughs> we all live uh, in a better. We we'll all live in a better world when everyone is healthy and happy. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily. <laughs>